You're listening to episode 270 of Lifestyle Locker Radio with Katie Hess. Hi, I'm Dr. Josh Hand, and welcome to Lifestyle Locker Radio, where we help you create an awesome life and lifestyle. From nutrition to fitness, mindfulness to peak performance, and relationships to money mindset, we bring you on an amazing journey to help you unleash your human potential. Hey, it's Dr. Josh Hand here, and we need to talk about your health, your fitness, and your lifestyle. I know you, if you're like me, you've seen sickness and disease, and even death in your life. And we know the leading causes of death in the United States are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Many of these conditions and diseases are considered lifestyle-based. And I know that lifestyles in the United States and other countries are not where they should be. We also know that they make you more vulnerable to other sicknesses and conditions. We tend to get our advice and recommendations on health from commercials and marketing, from fast food to pharmaceuticals, and not from experts with real world experience. Unfortunately, we follow people or products who don't walk the walk or talk the talk. They simply just don't care about your health. It's just about their bottom line. I know we've heard it from our friends and from even our own self-talk that we don't have enough time, we can't make the changes, or there's just too much to do to be healthy. But there is a way to actually take control of your lifestyle and have the accountability and the support you need. We can be bigger than our excuses. For the past 14 years as a chiropractor, I've worked and continue to work with thousands of patients with their lifestyle and ultimately their health. I am now bringing the same philosophy to the online space where we can work as a group to get better, stronger, healthier, and be bigger than our excuses every single day. I've created the 3065 Lifestyle Shift Program to be an online-based, training-based program where you get to learn and be engaged with others in your journey towards a healthy lifestyle and ultimately a healthier life. To be part of this amazing movement, it's just $5 a month. Yes, it's only five bucks a month and that seems too good to be true well it's not so for the price of a gourmet coffee you will have access to an amazing program and amazing people that want the best for you too so when you dive into the content below this video to learn about our lifestyle philosophy you'll see that we are incredibly unique no other online program focuses on lifestyle the way we do and delivers the quality and the quantity of content that we do for just five bucks a month. And it's not just about the movement. There's a lot more. It's really about your health. So check out the details and other videos below. And when you sign up, I'll even send you the ebook inside the locker, which dives deeper into creating an awesome lifestyle. I look forward to seeing you on the inside of the Lifestyle Locker 3065 Lifestyle Shift Program. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lifestyle Locker Radio. We have an amazing guest today. This is 
this is definitely something that we're going to need to hear because Katie and I have had a, a challenge getting together, but the universe has finally brought us together. So Katie Hess, welcome. Woohoo! I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Josh. I'm excited to have you because the world that you're living, your company, Lotus Way, all of this stuff on flowers to me is, is you know, I say woo-woo, but it's amazing. I live in the woo-woo world, so don't get me wrong. But this is just like a whole new branch of a healthy lifestyle that I cannot wait to learn about and share with our audience because nature is all around us and it's ever more important now, right? It's like we need it now more than ever. So can you give us your story, you know, how you got involved with flowers mm -hmm. and to the extent that you're in now? I mean, this is deep stuff. Yeah, I mean, just from what you were, what, from what you just said, I'm thinking, this is stuff that we knew in, in our childhood, right? Mm -hmm. It's like not actually really anything new. We had such a deep connection, most of us did, with nature when we were kids. And then as we got older and more busy and crusty and, you know, whatever else we got involved in, we just tend to forget the kind of magic that surrounds us. And I mean, I guess for me, it started when I was a kid, just like playing in my mom's garden and climbing trees. And um, I was an only child. So I spent a lot of time in the forest and my best friends were like the plants and the flowers. And um, it wasn't until I graduated college that I, you know, went on this journey of studying everything I could find uh, herbs, essential oils. I was really like searching for like, what would be the thing that I could bring to the world that would help accelerate people's growth? Because I looked around me at the time, I was in my early twenties and I was like, I don't think I, I meet one person who said like, yep, I maxed out. Like I'm as good as I'll ever get. I'm as, you know, successful and patient and loving and kind as I'll ever be. Like nobody would say that. Right. Because no. inherently we know there's always more. We know that there's more like boldness and fearlessness and courage and things that we could evolve into. Um, so I was just like looking for that thing that would help accelerate that process for people. So we would you know, not get so stuck in our own stories and self-limiting patterns. So I actually ran into an expert in this world of flower essences. He was from Madrid, Spain. And immediately I was like, whoa, this is it. This is the vehicle. Because not only was it like cool that there are like 40,000 some flowering species and each wow. one, each one, Josh, like affects our mind in a different way. Um which is amazing and like unravels a different sort of pattern. But not only that, he talked a lot about like the tipping point mm. and the fact that if only 3% of the world's population were actively working with these types of remedies, that it would change the outcome of the future. And so when you just think even about like some of the things that have happened in the last couple of years, the idea of reaching, oh, all I have to do is reach 3% is inspiring because when we look around us and we see like the problems mounting and mounting and mounting and you feel like you know it's you against the whole world and you need to get everybody on board it feels like totally impossible yeah but three percent that's like nothing right like i thought okay i'll go back to the u.s i can devote the rest of my life to reaching three percent around the world and that's, and that's where we are today <laughs> yeah in that in that three percent that chase for the 3%. I think that's a really neat thing. I mean, I've always I've heard of the tipping point, like when we, with businesses and things like that, or uh, athletic ability, but this is, it's really neat when you think of it as a, a global population, if 3% used, you know, the flower essences or 
drank more water, 3%, like start to do the simple things in life. Like what would happen? How much healthier will we be as a, as a species or how much healthier would the planet be? Because we wouldn't be relying on all these chemical things uh, that get, you know, pushed into our face through marketing and you name it. So let's hear a little bit about, because when I, when I, and I, and I said this just in our pre-conversation, when I think flowers and, and health, I don't really, I, I never really connected that. I always think flowers are things we see in weddings or flowers are, you know, special events. They all, mm-hmm. some of them smell really beautifully. Some have to me, no scent at all. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, you know, through going through this podcast, life of mine, uh, interviewing tons of people and then learning about essential oils and, and, and then, okay, I'm like, okay, breathing. Okay. All of this stuff then does make it a difference. So how do, where does, where flower essences, where do they come in to play? Because I know it's probably more than just the smell, but how does, how do they impact you as a human? But, you know, where did the science come from? Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. I mean, if you look just in our culture, where do flowers sort of make their way into our lives? Usually you see them at transition points, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in love or um, someone got sick. We use flowers to help people heal faster um, during like death ceremonies, yeah. marriage. So usually they always kind of make their way into our lives at a moment of transition. And there's no coincidence to that. It's like, the nature mother nature is actually there to help us sort of move from one stage to another and help us be a little more resilient and malleable emotionally mentally spiritually and i think that probably our ancestors were much more in tune with this than we are currently i mean i mean i just think about like this is actually nothing new in every culture all over the world you see throughout time like for example the aborigines in australia would drink the dewdrops off the top of the bush lollies hmm. And the Mayan healers in Central America would, um, you know, have very transformational points in your life, choose specific flowers, soak them in water and dump them over your head and call that a process, process called spiritual bathing. Uh, yogis and yoginis in the Himalayas doing long fasting retreats, hiding up alone in the caves would consume a substance called chulen, which is essentially the vibration of gemstones and flowers. And you even see in Europe, like 14th, 15th, 16th century, you see doctors, alchemists, uh, recommending their patient to go out into the wild, look for a specific flower, this color around the bend, every morning drink the dewdrops off the top of that flower. So like as a practice, it's not really anything new. It wasn't until the 1940s that uh, a doctor figured out how to scale it so that we didn't have to do the dew drinking process. <laughs> yeah, that's, that would sound challenging these days. I, I have a couple acres, but growing <laughs> in the Northeast, all of these plants would be challenging. Right, what do you do in the winter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then, okay, so you can say, okay, so historically they've been around, but what about you know modern science? And what we find when we look to the science is that Universities like in the UK, in Bristol, you see that bees are actually not attracted to flowers based on color or scent, like we had thought. The flowers are emitting a very subtle electrical frequency, and the bees pick up on that. They feel it in the little hairs on their legs, and they are actually in this really dynamic communication process, the flowers and the bees. Okay, so now we're like jumping to, okay, flowers have this sort of electrical Wi-Fi almost, right? healthy version (laughs) right exactly one that actually like is compatible with our human form not destructive yeah like our cell phones 
And that's actually a good point that you bring up because, you know, for people who are super skeptical, I usually always bring it back to the cell phone. I'm like, how the hell does this thing work? Right? Like we never think about it because we just use it so often. But if somebody would have said, hey, hey, Josh, when you're a kid, um, when you get older, you're going to have this little box in your pocket and it's going to transmit invisible waves and like all the most important stuff in your life, videos, photos, your podcasts, poetry, music is going to ride on those little invisible waves that you can't see pass through your body, through walls, through space. And you could call someone in Indonesia and like send them that information on a magic carpet of invisible waves. Yeah. This fast. (laughs) Yeah. Like, where's the science behind that? You know? So yeah, you don't, we don't think about this. It's pretty wild. Does it have one common person explain in depth the science behind that? Probably not. Not not anything I've heard of or even been interested in looking into. And this is like you and I in our lifetimes have seen this concept arise like i remember when my stepdad had one of those like brick phones you know that yeah, was like, yeah. <laughs> so it really has not been around on this planet in comparison the earth is 4.5 billion years old so are we really that egotistical that we feel that an organism that is alive like the planet we're not on some like dead rock through space it is alive right we yeah. feel that when we're in the forest like it's alive mm-hmm. It hears us, it sees us, it feels us. Is it so far-fetched to think that that organism did not already have that technology eons ago before we came up with this sort of dumbed-down mechanical version that we use on an everyday basis that actually harms our health over time? Yeah, it's really it's a really neat concept to think about it that way. Um, you know, with with us, like we, I guess as a hum- as humans, we we think we run everything. You know, around the world. Well, technically, we're just a piece of this huge puzzle, and you know, and I and I think about my life growing up. Also, I lived in the suburbs, growing up in nature. You know, you couldn't get like our my parents couldn't get me and my brother and sister inside. You know, it was always like we're always out doing something, whether it's in the woods in our yard or running through like hanging out with our friend. Like, just we're always outside. Exactly. You know, fast forward. You know, thirty five years later, forty years later. Now, you know, you, you have to like drag kids by their neck to not, not hold to it, but like, you know, to get them outdoors, like you can't get them away from the device. Like you can't get them away from screens and things like this. It's so weird. So like, I think we've become so disconnected that it's easy to go against what you said. It's like, well, no, nature doesn't know what they're doing. You know, obviously we have a cell phone. It's really smart. So I think we have to, you know, unlearn to relearn a lot of the concepts that have been around for, for thousands of years. It's like, you know, you think about like acupuncture being 5,000 years old or um, like the plant, like, a, like a, a hemp plant, you know, being around being used in like 2,500 years ago for medicine then, you know, it's like really interesting that if we actually, you know, put other things aside, you can think of it a plant, a flower can transmit Wi-Fi, like you said, to a bee to find it. And I sit every morning outside in the warmer weather here and we have, I think we have like a tobacco plant. We've got some basil, some other plants. I don't know. My wife, we have like this garden of things and there's always bumblebees and always like these other, like, and it's really neat to me to watch. Now I have a whole new, like, I got to think about looking at, wow, you guys are actually listening to something and finding this, right? That's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, it's so good to hear you say that, like nature raised us. 
essentially, and how much things have changed. And, you know, the incredible wisdom of our bodies to be able to pick up those signals. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just the bees, just because we don't have those little funny hairs on a hole. We do have funny hairs. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're not perceiving it through the hair, but maybe we are. But as human beings, we have this innate, incredible innate wisdom inside of us to upload, download, receive those messages from nature. And we feel better. It's like, it doesn't take much more than common sense. Just spend a whole day in the forest and you feel better. You feel happier. You feel more like deeply rooted and connected to who you really are. And, you know, you can look at the science behind that. Like you can look at Tokyo medical school when they study forest bathing, which is like bathing in the energy of the forest. Yeah. They used to prescribe that. Yeah, they still do. They have forty four. Like, I mean, I just love the Japanese. They're like, we have forty four nationally certified forests for the practice of forest bathing. (laughs) That's wild. That's I didn't know that. Yeah, and the medical schools have found that you know it drastically reduces your adrenaline, your cortisol, so your stress Mm -hmm. goes way down. Your blood, white blood cells go up, so your immune system is boosted. But you know what's phenomenal, and this ties back into the world of flower essences too. What I love about mother nature is it's, it's her healing powers are always exponential. So like at the Tokyo medical school, they found that if you, Josh, go out and spend a whole day in the forest with your family, those elevated health benefits will last in your body for an entire week. Now, if you go camping and you stay out there for two full days, those elevated health benefits last in your body for an entire month. Oh, wow. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. So it's like this exponential process and The same goes for the world of flower essences. You can take anywhere from one to 10 flowers and create enough antidote or remedy that you could potentially give onto the next generation. It's so exponential and sustainable. That's wild. So so let's talk about these essences. So you said it was 44,000 flowers, right? I know you don't have 44,000 different essences yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So one how do we go about picking an essence? Is it, is, is it something that the individual picks? Is it something that you as a, as a, I'll call a practitioner in this, in this, in the flower essence world prescribe or recommend? Is it, um, yeah. Is it a gut feeling? Like, what is it? All of it, all the above. I mean, you okay. can really do, you can really do whatever you resonate most with but what i love about the world of flowers is that it's one of the greatest teachers so you always know you always know you always have the power you don't need somebody in a white medical coat to say like well i will tell you more about you josh than you know like that is not how the earth or mother yeah. operates right um so like even if you think flower essences aside let's just go like human humanity level if you close your eyes and imagine yourself walking through like a massive rose garden, it makes you feel a certain way. And then if you sort of tr- transport yourself to a super quiet, old growth redwood forest, whoa, feels totally different, right? And then transport yourself to like deep, wet jungle in Costa Rica with loud birds and like huge leafy vegetation well, feels totally different from like lastly like a field or a meadow full of like daisies blowing in the wind mm-hmm. okay so you know open your eyes if they're closed 
like we know that each of those botanicals makes us feel different. We know that. Yeah, sure. And like most people would know, they're probably not going to give like a dozen long stem roses to their mom on Mother's Day. It just doesn't really feel right. Right. Or like a bunch of white lilies to your lover on Valentine's Day. Probably not happening. Yeah. Um, so I just say that because it's like a really good reminder that we already know. We know. We don't have to know that we know. We might feel like we're clueless, but we actually, there is a part of us that knows. So the flowers actually like get us back in touch with that deep sense of knowingness and inner wisdom, which I love. So what it comes down to is you basically like look at flowers and you go to what's, what you're drawn to, period. Okay. So like and images, I can pull up images on online and just. Yeah. Like, okay. I, don't I don't know the names. I can, I can probably name like 10 flowers. Maybe if I'm lucky, my wife, probably 10 times that you probably a hundred X that. Um, and you don't even have to know the names. I mean, that's yeah. Okay. Like if you want, I mean, if you want to, you don't have to know pressure, but you can go to our website. You can take the quiz. If you want to tell oh. me the flowers you're most drawn to, I can give you like a turbo flower reading and tell you what it means about you. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I know. I was looking at that on, on the, on the site. I think that's great for everybody to do. Yeah. So, you know, definitely take that quiz. It's like a mirror into your inner workings. Okay. Yeah. Very, very and then cool. It's as easy as that. Yeah. So, so, you know, going through your site and, and understanding to understand this, are there certain S I know you said we're, we can be drawn like, mm -hmm. like just going through a little experience, like, you know, thinking of like being in the redwoods in California or me being in uh, the desert in the grand Canyon or being, you know, somewhere like in my, in upstate New York here where I am now and the, the, the forest that we hang out up here, they're all very different and get a different sensation in all of them. Um, I know and I'm only exposed to those things. So when going through site and looking at like, wow, okay, you have all these different flowers. Are there certain flowers that are better for healing or certain flowers that are better for certain things? Mm -hmm. Like you can go, okay, this is probably a good place to start. Or do you go with your, like, oh, this is a beautiful flower. I like the, I'm kind of drawn to the way this one looks and get a different type of result. I'm just usually it, all, usually it will all sort of line up. Like you might look at 50 flowers and pick out your top five and then we'll tuck those aside mm -hmm. and then maybe you think about it logically hmm, what do i need like all okay. of them will kind of line up okay okay all right no it's, it's just so it's so interesting to me um because i mean your your the website your website is very like colorful as it should be right it's very loud in color and beautiful colors and i was looking at i can't remember the name of the flower it almost looks like a bird like, is it black blackish no it was uh almost like, oh. a bird, like a mohawk on it almost right, right, right okay so that's bird of paradise that's um yeah that's like when you have tons of ideas a lot of mental activity like like very very good at like intellectual thinking processing coming up with lots of ideas but then sometimes hard to turn it off at night when you want okay. to go to sleep. yeah i yeah well but that like that like caught my attention like <laughs> <laughs> snap a finger you're you're picking me out here i, I can see <laughs> but um this is really neat so what would be like, like besides the so the quiz would probably be the best place for someone to start that wants to dive in a little bit more learn a little bit more right i'm just I, yeah i mean it's a very quick mirror it's a very quick reflection of you know what what do i need right now in this moment i mean there are yeah. five instances for 
everything from like healing your physical body to attracting love, to feeling more peaceful, to sleeping better, to laughing more, to um, being able to play with your kids and have fun more, to getting shit done, Mm. to um, like, those are kind of like, I think of it in terms of, we have kind of like three like levels where you first come in and you want just like, I need these things to survive. I need to sleep, feel happy, Mm. be inspired. I need love. Right. Okay. Feel calm. And then once you've kind of worked with those flowers for a while and you feel really stable and really strong, then you move into the next level, which is more like, you know, some of the things that maybe we like tucked in our closet or tucked under the bed and we don't really, Mm. you know, maybe from childhood, we didn't get like the attention we wanted or we didn't belong or we got bullied or we are, you know, mom or dad left when we were little or more healing in a sense. Yes. More healing. Like, or like we're carrying something in our family lineage from our great grandfather's side that happened to him and it still affects me. Mm, Okay. So this kind of intergenerational cellular DNA level healing. Okay. And then as you kind of like sort through all that and throw out, you know, the files that aren't working for you, then you kind of keep going and just like purifying and cleaning up and just finding more and more freedom really freedom to be transcending beyond that's really cool so all right now i'm just thinking so we have (laughs) we have this is like i said this is just like you get my mind running that like that flower right that mohawk whatever flower (laughs) um so we 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 go we take i take the quiz um, or any of that, he takes the quiz, we go, we learn a little bit more, we start the process. So flower essences, you know, just seeing the pictures of, and some of the videos you have online. So are they, are they made similar to the way maybe an essential oil is made? Is that how, like, how, do, how do we get that essence from that flower? Yeah, not at all. Great question. Okay. Um, so we, we also work with essential oils, the love aromatherapy, and we, okay. you know, mix them with some, some of our flower essences, because people love that experience. I do too but totally different. So essential oils, you need a lot of harvesting, a lot of material. It's a very time consuming, complex process of like hot, cold, boiling condensation. Right. So if you want one drop of rose oil, you need 40 roses. Uh, I have so much, so (laughs) much respect for distillers because the amount of plant material they need is insane. Yeah. Precious. Uh, flower essences are different. It's more of like an energy remedy. So, you know, I was saying like, you only need one to 10 flowers. It is more of a solar infusion process. So you're using the light from the sun to catalyze or transmit the energy from the flowers into water. Water is like a recording device. Okay. Um, water is like the rainbow stuff on the backside of a CD. Mm-hmm. Or if you're as old as me, maybe you don't look as old as me. Maybe like the magnetic tape on a cassette. Yeah, yeah. I'm thing. probably older than you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so a, like, I'm a child of the 70s. Okay, we're on the same page here then. <laughs> so like you hear water is a recording device. Mm, that sounds a little woo, right? But like how the hell did cassette tapes work or CDs or DVDs? Mm-hmm. Um, similar process. Every um cluster of water has like 440,000 panels of information on it so and we're made of water yeah so introduce the water to the water and everything kind of instructs how it forms and then you add alcohol to preserve it and voila you do several dilutions kind of like homeopathy so by the time you get to the end 
you can even make remedies from highly poisonous flowers because by the time you get to the end, there's no more chemical constituent of the plant inside. Very different from like a tea or an herbal tincture. Okay. It's just that like alive quality that yeah. you feel. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So, and, and I think I'm trying to remember the name of the book. It's written, I think, by by a gentleman in Japan. I think it's like Images in Water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, water is pretty wild. You know, just energy <laughs> into water is is yeah. insanely powerful. So what what's the author's name? Uh, Masaru Emoto. We actually sent our flower essences to them to take photographs because we were okay. Cute. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So everybody, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll drop a link in, in the, in the show notes for that as well, but I think this book will like, you're going to open your mind a little bit more. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, the, the water part, because it's huge, you know, just setting energy, like thoughts can change the frequency of, or the, the way the water looks under electron microscopy, which is nuts. Thoughts. Yeah. One, one simple thought, right? Like the difference between love and hate. Yeah. Or like loving something with attention versus ignoring it or playing a certain type of music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you think, you know how they always say, don't use a hairdryer when you're in the bathtub because electricity <laughs> moves very quickly through water. Yeah. But the process is similar. Like you have this life force of botanicals, flowers, and it's moving through your body, through the waters of your body, but also like through the ac- acupuncture meridians mm. at the speed okay. of them, like very yeah. quickly. Yeah, so here, here's a, here's a, a question I'm going to make you think a, a, a little bit. What was your first one, your first flower essence that you experienced, and what did you experience? I remember the first one I made. Okay, go with that one then. Don't remember the first one I ever tried. Oh, that's a good question. I worked with my teacher's flower essences for seven years, and then after after you know working with clients with with his essences, I started to collect my own. Okay. First one I made was apricot. Okay. Um, what kind of experience like was did you have with with an, an apricot flower? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, apricot has a lot to do with sweetness. Um, it can be used when you like in situations when you feel like, oh, I just like wish I had like a little more affection or attention or sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that feeling can be the cause for like blood sugar issues. Okay. Um, like, you know, people in the flower essence world will say that everything starts in the emotional mental realm. And if we just kind of ignore, ignore, repress, repress, nah, then it will manifest as like a physical imbalance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, we, I, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. We say I have a mastermind every Tuesday. And that was our, our conversation today was about, you know, mental, emotional stressors, uh, you know, impacting and manifesting as, as the physiology, you know, down to that neurological level, which then in a sense can impact every single part of the body depending, you know, and it, we don't get to choose where it goes, but it can. So yeah, I'm hundred percent in alignment I'm, with you. I've never shared this story before, but um, when I first started taking flower essences, I was dealing with some like irregular cells, like possible tumor could lead to cancer kind of cells. And, you know, that was like a huge wake up call for me. And I can say that from my experience, flower essences were really the only thing that I did or changed about my lifestyle mm-hmm. and it all disappeared. That's Just so cool. Yeah. And never came back. So yeah. it's kind of amazing what you can do if you like actually go to the root cause. Yeah. 
and energy is everything, you know, down to that cellular level and, you know, talking about the Wi-Fi with the bees and um, I still, I, my opinion is I think we're still scratching the surface of what's possible. You know, this is, you know, this, you know, I grew up doing things like firewalks and sweat lodges and vision quests in the desert, you know, as a teenager, my parents running seminars, high ropes courses. So when I was able to do these wild meditations where you'd stick like this, almost looks like a needle you'd so use like for sewing a turkey together for Thanksgiving and put it through your hand and come out the other side and have no blood, no hole, you see nothing to, I mean, like what's really possible, right? So not that that has to do with flowers, but I think it has to do with everything and, you know, flowers being a part of it because it's nature. And that's what, you know, the, the big conversation is. And, uh, well, and we're magical beings, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're magical yeah. beings. We live in a magical world. And I think that too many times we like kind of cut ourselves short with what's possible. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. You know, you know, we live in a very, I'm not sure if you've used this or heard this, uh, you know, terminology, but we live in a very mechanistic world versus a vitalistic world. So um, for those that have not heard that, right. That's, you know, like the body is, is equal to the sum of its parts to be the mechanism, like treating a human being like a car, right. Yeah. Or parts really like that's where medicine comes into play. They take stuff, cut stuff out, put stuff in and just try to play chemistry set with the human um, where vitalism. I mean, that's where I live. That's where chiropractic lives. That's where you live in, in flower essences is we look not for not what hurts the body, but for what can help this whole well, organism that intelligence inside flourish so we actually become healthier and also the part that we're working with is like what animates the body like yeah. we know that this like meat suit fleshy thing yeah. i was going to use that word i wasn't sure if i was allowed to <laughs> <laughs> but this it's not about that right it's like yeah. what animates it mm-hmm. like what is that part of us that when we die leaves and if mm-hmm. you know I, I just watched my best friend's mom die a month or so ago she was 93 and it was the most beautiful experience I've ever had and like once that consciousness leaves the body it's just like oh wow like you totally understand how the body is not the body is not it (laughs) yeah no it's 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 good that you say that and I think that you we come full circle you know back to what you do and the intelligence, if you will, we're going to call it the intelligence that runs the system. You mentioned like innate intelligence and in chiropractic, we have two different things. We talk about innate intelligence. Um, and um, oh, I'm having a brain fart here, but nonetheless, we have, we have the, 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 the master intelligence people that runs the planet. And then we have the stuff that animates living beings, like, like an animal, if you will. Okay. Right. Question. Yeah. When you, when you talk about master intelligence, are you referring to like collective consciousness? Yeah. We can say that. I mean, we, I would say maybe beyond consciousness, like we, it, it can be woo-woo as you want. Like people will use God, will use whatever, maybe a collective consciousness or universal is the term we really use in chiropractic, like a universal intelligence, you know, that, that there are cells like in the rock, but the cells in the rock are not living and growing the way a plant or a human or an animal would. And, and, and one of my favorite quotes of, of the guy, I think it's D.D. Palmer, B.J. Palmer, the creative chiropractic said, nature needs no help. It just needs no interference. That's so funny. You say right. that I have one of my, one of my spiritual teachers, he always like laughs when people are talking about like save the world and eco-friendly. And he's, he'll always make this comment, like 
you humans think that you can save this planet? Like, no, this planet can kick you off like fleas whenever it wants to. <laughs> He's like, the only thing that can save this planet is trees, more trees. It's like, oh damn, we just like make a mess here, right? <laughs> the only thing yeah. I save the planet is yeah. true. <laughs> so, so I think the wisdom is just so powerful, and and you know, connecting to it using things like flower essences can be incredibly powerful. And I think a big part of it, as someone that may be wanting to introduce themselves to this practice, would be you have to go into like anything else. You have to go with the right intention. Because if you're going into this and going, this thing is woo, woo this is crap, it's not going to work, you're probably going to get a fantastic that. result, right? <laughs> not, you're going to get what you put out. Um, but if you go in optimistically or just, you know, being curious and going, what are the possibilities? I think you have a much different experience. And I, I get the same in, in my practice in chiropractic. We, you know, we see the same thing, you know, the people that are very pessimistic um, will usually don't stay or that are very like, you know, this is just like BS, what are you doing? You know, frankly, something else needs to wake them up so they can come back to me. Uh, the same probably for you. It's, you know, we don't want to attract the people that don't want us. We want to attract the people that need this and want it and are searching for it. So I think the optimism and going open-minded is, is the right way, especially for something so different, right? Yeah. And more, what I can see is that more and more people are are wanting it. They're waking up. Like when I first started my business, it was so hard. Meditation was not cool. Yoga was not cool. You know, fast forward to today. Um, you know, I would say even, even three or four years ago, what our top sellers were, we had like essential oils and aromatherapy. No, like I would say the top 60 products that we have on our website are all the elixirs that are taken internally that don't okay. have scent, that are, you know, it's like people are hungry for natural solutions that aren't going to yeah. like give them a million side effects mm-hmm. to help them navigate their inner world. Yeah. Right. We, we do things to help people live better, that it, like see what makes things live and try to improve on that versus search for the disease and try to fix that. Right. Like that's so powerful. So for you, and you just mentioned, an elixir. So what's the difference between, you know, I saw on the, on the website, like even behind you, right? You have like this spray bottles, you have this stuff with essential oils, you have, um, you said the elixir, like which goes in the mouth. So what, what are the differences just so we can clarify for the audience? Yeah. So the elixir goes in the mouth. That's a traditional way of taking it. It's uh, okay. alcohol, water, honey base, tastes yummy. You can put it in your coffee, water, tea, or take it okay. in the mouth. Uh, typically we recommend taking like five drops, five times a day. So just, I just put it in all my beverages. It's super easy. Um, and then there's like mixed with aromatherapy, like a mist, which kind of goes around in your aura. There's Mm -hmm. anointing oils and different kinds of like skin oils. And those are, are really nice as just like a pause in the day to, and I mean, the sense of smell is so powerful too. Like just like being able to breathe something in and take a deep breath is such a treat. Um, so it's just like, you know, people will ask like, well, what's the most effective? And it's really just the one you're going to use the most. Okay. All right. That's, that's fair. That makes, that would make the most sense. So, the most. Yeah. All right. So the, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking for me. So the, the, when I, when I get, let's say I get a, the elixir, the one that, you know, in the mouth or in a drink or whatever, how many, how long does that last? Like, and do, and do I need to reassess after? Like I go through a, a supply of it, like a bottle of it. Mm-hmm. 
when do I need it? Like, do I need to go now? I need to just maybe see, try something different or check out a different flower. So you typically a bottle will last you around 21 days, which is kind of a nice time frame to, you know, flip a habit. And then that energetic frequency will typically last in your body for another week, even with you not actively ingesting yeah. it. Uh, I would say, yeah, generally people switch it up every three to four weeks. Although okay. I have noticed lately, if you're working with like deeper seated patterns, like let's say you're working on, I don't know, boundaries. Like you, you start noticing like, man, I'm getting taken advantage of in all these different areas. Then you could take a particular remedy for two to three months. Okay. Months to just like roto root deep and okay. just shift all of that in okay. your life. So if there's a problem, like it could, you just might want to take that, that one longer. Got it. Okay. All right. And I'm trying to think what else, but this is, this is really neat. And uh, so also, you know, watching the, the main video, I guess it's the main video on your website or maybe on the about page, but about having a facility in Arizona and doing things live. So it's not just an experience that you can have by, you know, ordering the product and doing it. But if you, you're doing like yoga, what are you doing in the, in the, you have the facility? Yeah, we have botanical treatments, which is like a, it's hard to describe. It's more relaxing than a massage, but we're not actually like touching you. We use uh, plants like eucalyptus and monstera leaves and roses okay. and to do this kind of like body treatment um, and work with all the flower essences, obviously. Mm, that's highly transformative. And then we do different sorts of like ceremonies, flower ceremonies and practices and pop-up dinners where, you know, all your meals and drinks are infused with flower essences so that it creates this like, wow, after a couple hours, you okay, cool. feel different. Cool. Are there, like, I'm just thinking, like for small businesses that it's like, they've had like such a stressful 18 months, past 18 months here. Do you do stuff for like, like, oh, we'll invite our whole team come and do like a, a day or a weekend or something like that. You do that stuff as well. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. This, I think this is just a very powerful way for people to, um, I'll say like disconnect to reconnect. And it, I think and I'm thinking from a business as a business owner that I think this is something powerful for businesses that they can go and experience with their team, you know, because, you know, we go somewhere by ourselves, we can transform ourselves, but now we have a collective energy, if you will, of our group, our team are with us, go do something like this. Then you return to your workspace. Like what, what are the possibilities? How many more people can you impact? If you're, especially if you're in the healing industry, like I am, like how many more people can be helped just because of that, that two day shift. Well, and you know, I'm sure just as well as I do that, like, A, a business can only be as good as the person running it. So like, we have to focus on our own personal growth. We can't just like repress stuff. Otherwise it won't improve and the business will show that to us. And then also like the kind of clients you get, right. Start to yeah. sort of like, maybe you just mastered one really hard thing over here. And then suddenly you get this like rash of clients who are all coming in saying like, what do I do about this? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's so 100% true. Um, I like this. So what are the best places for people to connect with you? Instagram and on the website and you can just call and we have like tons of people on the team who are happy to help you figure out what flowers you need. So like okay. reach, out, reach out whatever way is easiest for you and we'll be there. Okay. So then the last question is well, like besides 
your flower essence practice that you have personally for yourself? What other things, what two or three other things do you do on a regular basis that you use to like, you know, help you unleash your human potential, help you um, get raised that higher level? Definitely meditation. Okay. Um, martial arts and self-defense. Oh, cool. I, I haven't heard that one yet. That's awesome. Great. <laughs> one more. Give me one more. You want one more? Uh, I mean, honestly, I know this seems really simplistic, but like literally just sitting outside in the trees and watching the leaves and the breeze and feeling the earth. Huge for me. Yeah, being part of nature and grounding and all of that stuff. Okay. Awesome. Well, this has been an awesome little journey here. I'm glad I'm glad we waited because now we have that much more stuff. <laughs> we have that much more stuff to talk about and I get to learn more about you. Um, so Katie, thank you so much. This has been a blast. Um, I will definitely send everybody over to your website. We'll put all of the details in the show notes. And if there's any other way we can support you, let our audience know. Phoenix, come to Phoenix and visit <laughs> us. It's so beautiful right now. I know. It was just I just I just did a, a ran well ran tra uh, traversed the Grand Canyon. Three you weeks did ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. No way. I was just there. Yeah. Great. Yeah, oh yeah. wow! I just missed you. Yeah. So. But nonetheless, well, you're welcome back. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And everybody else, definitely give give uh, Lotus Way a check. You know, check them out online and check out Katie on Instagram. We'll have all those deeds for you. Uh, I think you're really going to like what you see. It may open your mind, open your 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 spirit, your you, your inner being to something totally new. And uh, I think you'll enjoy. If you like this show, you'll definitely love it. So, appreciate you, Katie. Thank you so much, Josh.